For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Welcome back in second hour here on Monday morning. And in the first hour, we were discussing the storm. How did you make out in the storm? How did you get through it? Seems like for the most part around here, snow totals were pretty low. But I know as you get a little bit further north, I mean, you don't have to get too far before it started to pile up. And also same thing heading out a little bit toward the west as well. So if you are digging yourself out this morning, if you are shoveling your way out of the driveway or clearing yourself off the street, whatever it may be, just be aware that uh, it is a little slow going out there, but the roads are pretty clear. They did a a good job of keeping up with the storm. It helps that, you know, most of the snow fell during the daytime hours, even though it did get dark before it finished snowing. But uh, I went out around 7 o'clock, 6.30, 7 o'clock, and cleared off my car. And when I went back out this morning, there was nothing else on my car. No snow on my windshield or on my back windshield um, or on the roof or anything. So I think it wasn't snowing when I went out, and I don't think any more came down. Although I was getting such conflicting information because I didn't want to go out and clear it off too early. If I could help it. So I was looking at AccuWeather. I was looking at the Weather Channel because they have these hour-by-hour predictions with snow totals and all of that. And when I got to AccuWeather, if I have it right, AccuWeather said there would be no snow after, I think it was like 5 p.m. or 6 p.m. Then Weather Channel, weather.com, was saying that there would be snow flurries, 7 p.m., 8 p.m., 9 p.m., 10 p.m. And as you know, the storm watch was, uh, or the storm warning, whatever whatever the advisory was, was in effect until 1 a.m. So I was like, how late do I want to stay up and have to go out and put my boots on and clear it all off and then come in and, you know, warm up by the heat and like, what time do I want to wait till? And I decided, you know, no later than seven o'clock. I was in the middle of watching a movie, stopped it, went out, did what I had to do came back in and was happy that when I went back out, there wasn't anything on the car. But if you are in the process of clearing it out, just remember uh, by tomorrow afternoon, evening, whenever it comes through, it's going to be raining. It's going to wash all this away. We're going to have like two days of rain. 
So no snow will be left after that. It's pretty uh, pretty nuts the way that uh, weather works here in New England, especially in January. But I will take a rainstorm over a snowstorm any day. 508-996-0500. I also have been deeply, did a deep dive into some true crime that I've been meaning to bring up with you. And I'm sure some of you out there have been following these stories as well and have your own theories. So I watched the new season of the Natalia Grace series on ID and also on Max. If you are familiar with the curious case of Natalia Grace, the first docuseries that came out early last year, it was the story of a Ukrainian girl who suffers from dwarfism and some other afflictions who was adopted by a family here in America. She'd been adopted already, but this family adopted her and took her home and suspected that she wasn't the seven-year-old girl that she claimed she was, six, seven-year-old girl that she claimed she was, and that she was actually much older, that she was actually an adult pretending to be a child. And they had her legally re-aged to 22 years old and sent her off to live in an apartment on her own. And the story is just crazy. The people involved in it are crazy. And when you watch it, you're going to be like, I, these, are these people real? Is this real? Is this a real story? Is this true? But it is. And there's so many twists and turns in the story. And now there's two seasons because they came out with a second season recently that's, they, they ran over three nights, but I think it's six episodes where she kind of tells her side of the story. And that only makes it get wilder. And then it ends on a cliffhanger. Just when you think there's no more story to be told, it ends on a cliffhanger. And I'm worried that that cliffhanger is just a little bit of, you know, manufactured drama. But we won't know until we find out. We won't know until they give us more information, until they give us more episodes. Then there was the Gypsy Rose series on Lifetime that came out this weekend. Again, a, a three-night event. Six episodes where it's her prison confessions. And at first I was like, you're not really getting anything new from this, but there was some new information. I didn't know anything about this case. I had never even heard of this case. I don't know what rock I was living under, but I never even heard of this case of the young girl who her mother told her she was sick and disabled and turns out none of it was true. And then the girl ends up getting her boyfriend to kill her mother and went to jail. She went to jail for eight and a half years, served eight and a half years of a 10 year sentence and was just released last week. And I, again, was like, what is that? What more is there to tell in the story? But there was, there were more twists and turns and there's more coming. There's another season of this story coming. So it's incredible how much they can milk out of these stories that are old news that you think are are pretty much done. 
but yet they don't stop. And what does that say about us as entertainment consumers in America that we can't get enough of this? There's a lot of fascinating true crime stories out there. And then there are the ones that people get hyper fixated on, like this one, where people are going to have their own opinions, their own thoughts, their own theories. And I was reading, somebody made a comment about how they thought she's very manipulative and she's lying. And, and I was like, oh my God, I watched this and came away feeling bad for this person. And you're looking at it from a completely different perspective than I am. And I, I don't see how you see it that way. But everybody takes it in differently. And that's, I think, why people are so obsessed with these stories. Now, the Natalia Grace one is, you know, you don't, it's terrible what happened to her, whether she was a child or she was an adult. It was still terrible the way she was treated. But apparently, there are many people who feel that she deserved it, that she is a psychopath. And I'm watching this series saying, wow, how do you think that? But I think that's what makes the fun of watching it, debating it, and then discussing it later with other people and getting into all the theories online and all that. I'll say this much, though. The Natalia Grace, when you feel a little bit less bad getting into all of that about it because it's, you know, nobody, nobody died. Well, the Gypsy Rose is a little bit different because, you know, her mother was murdered. And she did play a part in that. But anyway, 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Good shaking, playboy. How you doing, Lamone? Uh, pretty good. And Natalia Grace, uh, Natalia, yeah, she, looks, she, looks like, she looks like Katie Couric if you look at her in the face. A lot with curly hair. If you look at her, a lot of times she looks like Katie Kirk. You have to get a good look at her. But there's a lot of there's a picture that she doesn't look look as much like her. And I'm, I'm also talking about including the height also. They look so much alike. And so, um, and then uh, that other girl, uh, the the Gypsy Rose. She's she's just she's just as guilty as, as he is. She was the one that said, you need to get rid of my mama. Like I said, you know, I guess I feel bad if I had my had all my teeth pulled out. And, you know, I could, or my salivary gland uh, removed also at a young age. You know, but, but the Amish people do that. They will get their teeth pulled out, you know, by the time they're 18. Yeah, but there was, so, a, there was a lot of stuff that was done to her that was done to her through deceit. So imagine, yeah, you know, it's one, thing if, if, it's one thing if you have to do that because you need to do it. It's another thing to do it because your mother is sick and wants to use you as the object of that sickness. And she would go from doctor to doctor when they started getting catching on to them. And she would go from one doctor to another doctor. So you know the thing that started this whole, this like, uh, everything that's like, you know, giving you like the ending, you know, was the update of the stories of these rovers. It started with like uh, the Joey Buttafuoco thing. Remember how, how when she got out of jail and Amy, Amy Fish got out of jail, they were on, they were talking about that. And also then that teacher that uh, married Billy Palau, you know, Billy Palau, she had a child with, when she be, I guess he was a junior, uh, was like a, he was 14 years old or something like that, Billy. You know, what was the, uh, Mary Kay Letourneau? Mm -hmm. And which, and she just died, you know, just recently. 
And so that's kind of sad. But that, that story, if you know, they did stories about the aftermath. It's like, like, you know, the, the update, what they did. And do you, do you remember, what do you remember about the Mary Joe Buttafuoco and uh, Joey Buttafuoco and Amy Fisher story? I mean, I just remember what I saw on TV, which was, you know, he was having this affair with this underage girl, and she showed up and, um, you know, shot Mary Jo in the face, and just the whole thing was um, manipulation. Manipulation. Yeah, it's like you skip a whole bunch, like, you know, like, I know you try to do it short, you know, for time, but it's like you skip, the, like, like a whole bunch of stuff, like, you know, you know, between the shooting and, and, and meeting us, there's a lot of stuff that happened before it got to that way. I met, I met him out here a few years back, and after Amy Fisher got out of, out of jail, she was, she, she's a nice girl, she's she a nice lady. Um, and uh, I had a good conversation with her. So, um, I've got like, I've got a video I took uh, last, last night of, uh, of a craft, it's like, it's like three lights that from Las Vegas. And you sit, and you see them like sitting, sitting there watching them, looking. I think that craft interfered with your phone, because all, all I can hear is crackling on your phone. Oh, darn. Where's, where's the rest of you, you little crispies? All right, so yeah. So, um, that, that's, but it's like, you can see the, the three crafts, and then look like one disappears, and there's a, I said, and there's a helicopter flying from that direction, so you can, so I, I, I pan to the helicopter, so you can see how it's, the difference in the lighting of the cat, the helicopter compared to those, because those things are like sitting there, sitting there. It's, they're not just, they're not like, a heli- you know, it would be like if it was like helicopter, you know, swirling, but it's not telling that we're just sitting there just looking. It's like over the city. And I've got a video, but it's like a minute and 40 seconds on my, on my channel. I just put it up uh, a couple hours ago. So you might want to look at that. Well, I'd like you to pass. Could you pass it on to Matt? Because I'd like to see what Matt's got to say about it. I will. We've got to get Matt back into the loop. I got to ask you, what do you think about this uh, this story about the Miami Mall and the supposed aliens in the Miami Mall? Well, you know what? Uh, um, I, I could. All right. What, you know, there was a bunch of kids over there. So a couple, so a couple of people I know that were here for New Year's Eve. Their kids were there, and this all that. So they said there's there's more video than that one that one blurry footage, but they they said there's they can't talk about it or anything 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 that's been sent out in the other videos you don't see them up 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 on the up online anywhere because you would think somebody would have shown those videos by now, but everything's been t- being taken down from from there, and it's like and I and I kind of well, what do you think why would a, a bunch of like right there. And it's, those are the kind of creatures that were like out here when I, the crash the, out here in Las Vegas, that crashed out here and back in May, the UFO that did. And that right there, it's like those kind of creatures you see in there, like the like the predator kind of thing. How we can see, you can see through them like that. That's what it looks like. That's what. And if you look at the video that I, I uh, that you can see of the aliens here, it's like that. You see how the people walk by them, not realizing it, that sitting there next to the, the gate looking at them. And they walk by, and you see the fingers coming up over the top of the gate. I don't know. I, right I, I'm not. I'm not buying any of it. So, yeah, well, so you want me to sing? Well, want me to sing the links again for that with the extra video where they took and enhanced this? So you can see things better. You know, see, like, that's uh, the thing. If there were ten foot aliens walking around a mall, we wouldn't need video that needs to be enhanced. There would have been photos and video posted to Instagram before anybody could have even showed up to try to shut them down from sharing anything. That's what I'm saying, but the, but but I'm saying, but but if, like I said, if they've got access to everything, you know, if the go- if government's got access to anything, you, like uh, the 
with Tic Tac or whatever the case and all those other places got access to it, keeping the stuff from being shown, people uploading stuff like that. And I would want to say something, but I, 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 I don't want to say anything over the line. Because like I said, uh, I got to keep things on the down low. Because, you, you know, I, when I talk to you, it's, it's not like we're talking like, like, hey, buddy, you know, like I can reach out and throw, throw something at you. You know, so I don't have to worry about that. It's like, you know. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm try, I like to. I like to. I like to breathe fresh air, or just breathe air. Period. I don't want to be that one involved. They think no, I you know, get it. I information. Get it. Well, I'll tell you so, what. I'll I'll hold you there before we get into anything dangerous. We gotta take a break. Okay. Well, that was gonna be that dangerous. So is your guest there yet? No, I think he probably got held up in the weather. I'm, I'm going to see well, if I... Maybe, maybe I should talk for the guest until he comes I, back. I, I think I we're good on that, but I appreciate the offer, Lamont. Financial, good financial advice. I appreciate you the know, offer, I, but uh, I, I'm going to go to this break. You have a great day. Buy silver. Okay. <laughs> All right, All take right. it easy. <laughs> All right, that is Lamont in Las God Vegas. God bless everybody. Have a safe week. All right, you as well. That is uh, Lamont in Las Vegas. All right, we do have to take a break. We'll be back in just a few moments. <laughs> And, you know, last year I had the opportunity to interview uh, on these airwaves Denny Lane, who was one of the founding members of Wings. I got to uh, interview him prior to his appearance on the Cape. Uh, he passed away recently, just a few weeks ago, and um, or months ago. I don't know, but it was recently. And uh, the one thing that I regretted asking him, but, you know, it just didn't kind of fit into the flow of the conversation we were having, is I, I, I wish I could have asked him, so tell me. Some of these wing songs, that was just you guys screwing around in the studio, right? And then saying, eh, well, that sounds like a good song. Let's put it out. Because coming up certainly <laughs> strikes me as one of those kind of songs. Uh, but anyway, R.I.P. Denny Lane and uh, Linda McCartney. And uh, we, we've got those, those fun songs, though, to, to keep us going. They're coming up. So we are going to be, speaking of coming up, the news is coming up. We'll, we'll get all the headlines of the day from Ariel. I want to thank uh, Sandy for messaging in on the WBSM app. Sandy in New Bedford, who let me know license renewal is every five years. So you think that I would have known that since I just did it last Thursday, but it was completely out of my mind. And you can do the renewal online if you don't have to go and be retested or anything like that. I did not do it online because I want to get a new photo because my last photo, I was, you know, 60 plus pounds heavier and I had a big, full, bushy beard and I looked like it's like if somebody drew a beard on a thumb and then put it into a license photo. That's what it looked like. So I want to get a new photo. And it was a nice, easy, relatively painless process, except for their, every computer in the RMV froze up for a few moments at one point. But other than that, it was a fine experience. So I, I like this system now of appointments and not having to sit around and waiting the whole time. But, you know, maybe you feel differently. 508-996-0500. But right now, let's go into the newsroom. With Ariel. 
congressional leaders are announcing a budget agreement that will keep the government funded through 2024. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and Speaker of the House Mike Johnson made a joint announcement of the nearly $1.7 trillion deal on Sunday. The first commercial mission to the moon is underway. The uncrewed Peregrine Lunar Lander lifted off overnight atop United Launch Alliance's new Vulcan Center rocket from Cape Canaveral. The cockpit voice recorder on an Alaska Airlines flight from Portland, Oregon to California that lost a section of the fuselage Friday will be worthless to investigators. The National Transportation Safety Board says that because the recorder lasted only two hours and then records over the previous time, all of the information from when the emergency happened was lost. President Joe Biden will be visiting the South Carolina church where nine black worshipers were gunned down by a white supremacist in 2015. Biden later today will use Charleston's mother, Emmanuel Aim Church, as a backdrop to a message about fighting hate and extremism. Students in Iowa are planning to walk out of class today and march to the state capitol in protest of gun violence. The planned walkout organized by March for Our Lives Iowa comes after a shooting last week at a school in Perry killed a sixth grader and injured several others. The National Weather Service has issued a flood watch for all of New Jersey and Delaware as an impending storm is expected to bring heavy rains to the region tomorrow. The storm for, is forecast to begin tomorrow and last into Wednesday, dumping up to four inches on northern New Jersey and two to three inches in the south. In sports, the Celtics could be without a couple of starters for tonight's rematch against the Indiana Pacers at Gainbridge Fieldhouse. Jason Tatum and Chris Tepes-Prezangis are listed on the injury report as questionable. Tatum is managing a left ankle sprain and Porzingis is dealing with right eye irritation. Sam Hauser is also questionable with a right shoulder injury. The Jets are celebrating a victory over the Patriots for the first time since 2015 after earning a 17-3 win in the season finale at Gillette Stadium. Bailey Zappi completed 12 of his 30 pass attempts for 88 yards and was picked off twice. Ezekiel Elliott ran for 55 yards and caught five passes for 27 yards. And Chad Ryland provided all of the scoring after converting a 30-yard field goal. New England ends the season last in the AFC at 4-13 and 13 and has a third overall pick in the 2024 NFL Draft. And the Bruins have won five of their last six entering the first game of a four-game road trip. The Black and Gold will visit Ball Arena for tonight's battle against the Colorado Avalanche. Now let's take a look at your local forecast with ABC6. Happy Monday, everybody. The sun is back after that powerful snowstorm for many and no snow for others locally. We received between one and three inches. But across the city of Providence, we received around 5.6 inches. And to the north, close to 20 inches along the North Shore in Massachusetts. Meanwhile, for this morning, sunny skies, the temperatures will be on the cold side, feeling like in the teens as we await the next powerful storm with wind and rain Tuesday night until Wednesday. Be sure to watch ABC6 for my full seven-day forecast. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Ceci del Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. And I'm Ariel Dorsey for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station, WBSM, and get all of our content and breaking news alerts with the WBSM app.
See, every day should start with some Sparks, right? I should probably play some Sparks every day. They've got a big enough catalog that I could. But, uh, yes, that's a that's a very underrated group that not enough people know and not enough people listen to. And I highly recommend checking out the documentary. It was on Netflix. I don't know if it still is, but it's called The Sparks Brothers. And it was done by Edgar Wright, who was the director of Ant-Man and lots of other films. Uh, he is a big Sparks fan, and he interviews some other Sparks super fans. But they are the group that inspires a lot of other artists with their creativity. And um, it's the, the documentary is fabulous. It's well worth watching. And it's long, but you still say, gee, I wish there was more. Anyway, 508-996-0500. So last week I told you about some really, really good fried chicken that comes from a gas station. Today, a little bit later on today, I'm going to be telling you about what might be the ultimate bar food in New Bedford. If you're going to go out and have a couple of drinks, especially if you're going to go out with some friends, have a couple of beers, this is the dish that you're going to want to be sharing while you are having those beers with friends. I tried sharing it with the person that I went with. She was uh, not able to eat everything that was on it. She told me that after I ordered it. <laughs> so I ended up having to eat by myself and uh, I could barely make a dent in it. So that's how shareable it is. But uh, you will find out. Just think about everything you might want to possibly eat when you've had a few beers. And imagine it all in one plate. And that's, you'll probably get the right idea. So stay tuned for that coming out at WBSM.com and on the WBSM app uh, a little bit later on today. And of course, we also have the story up there about the fatal crash that occurred in Dartmouth on Friday night in which an 18-year-old Greater New Bedford Vogue Tech student was killed. They are offering counseling at the school today for any students or faculty that may need that. But there's very few details that have been released at this time. The Dartmouth Police Accident Reconstruction Unit is still working on figuring out what happened. Along with detectives from the police department and state police, they're still working on trying to figure out exactly what happened. And they're looking for the public's help with any information that they might have that they can kind of add in some of the missing pieces of what went on at about 1030 Friday night. Again, this crash happened uh, in the area of Gulf Road at Smith Neck Road. So in the in the Payton Aram area, they had the bridge was closed for a while. And they're looking for anybody that might have seen this 2022 Honda Accord in that area around that time. And in fact, let me give you the exact quote from the police. They were looking for anyone who witnessed the Honda Accord, quote, operating in or near the town landing on the west side of the Payton Aram Bridge prior to the crash. So police did not indicate what it is that they were looking to find out from this. But my guess is that they can't determine exactly what the factor might have been that caused the crash. And they're looking to see if anybody might have seen if the vehicle was weaving, if it, if it, ha if it lost control, um, if there were some road condition, maybe there was an animal in the road or something that they swerved to avoid. It could have been a variety of things, but the 18-year-old Jacob Pothier was killed. Both both he and the driver, um, both he and the adult in the car, it doesn't didn't specify who was driving. But um, 
the woman who was in the car with him, they were both ejected from the car. She was taken to the hospital, and police said she is in guarded condition. So we'll get more details on that. We'll have more details on that for you when they are made available. But uh, the details that we do have, including how to contact police if you have any information, is at WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. And certainly on a day like today, we want to make sure that people are extra vigilant on the roads, even though the sun is up now. And you can see the roads a little better and you can see how clear the main roads are. Not every road is completely clear, although the plows seem to have done a fantastic job of staying ahead of this, especially when normally I think a lot of municipalities would have looked at a storm and the snowfall totals that we had and said, well, I think we can probably get away with just going out and sanding. And a lot of, there were a lot of complaints that I saw on social media on Saturday night and early Sunday of people complaining, oh, all they did was sand. They're not going to come out and plow if the snow comes down. No, no, the sand was to help prevent ice from forming. The sand was to give you traction as that, and, and to help soak up some of that moisture from all the rain we got first so that it didn't create an ice sheet. So it's that sanding that led to the roads being able to be as nice as they are now. And then the plows came out after the snow was over and kind of cleared things. And I'm seeing people who are saying, my area usually never gets plowed. And it was, it was plowed and it was nice and clear. So I think what happened was because of the possibility of all of that rain causing so much ice everybody thought the best course of action was to get it down to the the tar down to the very base layer so that they could get that sand and salt on it and make sure that it didn't freeze up and ice up but that doesn't mean that there aren't still going to be some ice spots out there so be wary of that pay attention you know, certainly you can drive at regular speeds, but don't go flying down the road at 90 degrees, 90 degrees, 90 miles per hour, because you never know where this ice could be. But thankfully, you know, we got through this storm without the need to, to close down schools, without the need to, uh, we didn't even have any delays around here. Seekonk had a delay. But for the most part, everybody around here, uh, seems to have been getting through this one unscathed. We'll see what happens with the next storm, which the next storm we're going to get is rain coming up tomorrow and Wednesday, which will wash all of this away. You won't even have a chance to get sick of seeing it because it'll be gone before you know it. 508-996-0500. I'm going to take a break and we'll be back in a few moments. <laughs> I bought a bourgeois house in the Hollywood Hills With a trunk load of hundred thousand dollar bills Man came by to hook up my cable TV We settled in for the night, my baby and me We switched round and round till half past dawn There was 57 channels and nothing on 57 channels and nothing on 57 channels and nothing on Well now, home entertainment was my baby's wish, so I hopped into town for a satellite dish. I 
tied it to the top of my Japanese car. I came home when I pointed it out into the stars. A message came back from the great beyond. There's 57 channels and nothing on. 57 channels and nothing on. 57 channels and nothing on. Well, think about this. When that song came out in 1992, Bruce Springsteen felt that 57 channels was a lot to have nothing on. Now you've got 570 channels and nothing on. But、uh, I'm going to guess that Bruce was paying a lot less for cable back in those days than we are now.、Uh, you know, Chris was talking quite a bit about cutting the cord, about being able to. Stream what you wanted to watch and access things in different ways. And a lot of folks are trying to make that switch. So I was talking to a friend who is very much into true crime and was very much into, you know, wanting to see both that Natalia Grace documentary and the new Gypsy Rose one, but she doesn't have cable anymore. And she. Doesn't know how to access those things without having cable. And this is a, a young person. It's, actually, it's my friend's daughter. And she was like, I, I don't know where to find that. And I said, Well, do, do you have cable? No, we don't have cable. Well, we've gone from the generation that didn't know how to stream things because they were so used to cable to now we have a generation that's so used to streaming things, they don't know how to find things on cable. Or how to get around the cable. So, I, I don't know. I can't bring myself to cut the cord. Every time I get that bill, and it's, it's a pretty pricey bill, I think I just paid it the other day, and it was something like $250 a month I'm paying for the internet that I have going into my house and for all the channels that I have. And you know what? I probably don't watch all the channels. I probably watch the streaming services more than I watch the channels. So I'm going to have to sit down and kind of figure out exactly what I need. And maybe I have to be one of those people that I've heard callers mention it before with Chris too when they were talking about this. There are callers who brought up the fact that, and, and, and Jason, who works at the station here with us and is a big movie and TV guy, he's somebody that I talk about these things with all the time. He used to come on in the mornings and give movie reviews. He's someone who does this where if there's something that you want to watch on, say, HBO, you have HBO. And then when that show is over, you cancel HBO and then you renew it when the, that show comes back on. Now, they try to make sure that they scatter shows and come up with more interesting shows so that you don't do that. But you, know, you can do that if that's something that you want to do. Maybe you just get yourself Netflix for three months a year. And then the next three months you have Hulu. And then the next three months you have Disney Plus. And you kind of go through what it is that you want to watch to try to save some of that money. But I can't, I, I just can't bring myself to do that. Because I, I never know. Watching TV is my entertainment budget for the month. That and the movie subscription that I got to go to the movies. That's what I do. I don't go out all the time. I don't really. Drink a lot. I don't really party. I don't really travel. 
if I have free time, I like to sit in my chair, watch a movie, watch a documentary, turn my brain off for a little while. But still, when you add up all the streaming services and you add up the cable bill, probably paying enough money that I, I could be traveling. I could be going on a, a trip every year with the money that I'm spending on that. When I could just read a book instead. I've got a stack of books right next to my chair at home to get through. And I'm still halfway through the first one. So maybe maybe that is a, a smarter choice. My problem was my eyesight wasn't that good. And I had to get my glasses prescription changed. And now I can sit and read a book. So maybe that's the way to do it. Save some money. Because 57 channels and nothing on was probably costing Bruce 40 bucks a month. Now, having 570 options and watching things just because, eh, I don't really find anything else that's costing a lot, lot more. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Good morning. How are you? Well, I agree with you. TV is my entertainment now. And it's very hard to be doing what you do, which is to keep in your mind, when you're my age, to keep in your head what you've turned off and what you've got on. And also to find out what is coming up. Mm -hmm. But I keep the cable because to get the daily news, you have to have cable. Otherwise, you're getting yesterday's news on the streaming service. So I understand what you're going through. And it's, it's a shame that the one entertainment that used to be free... And now, if you if you're with Dish, what do you watch? You watch stuff from from when I was ten years old. I'm seventy now. That's sixty years ago. Bonanza, and Rawhide, and old Matlocks, and I just oh my god, I know the endings because <laughs> TV back then was what we watched. So I I think part of the problem here is that you to, to this day you know what are we 50 years into cable television and we still don't have the ability to pick and choose what we want to have as part of our package i think that's the biggest thing that's that's costing us all this extra money is that we can't make our own and decide i want this channel but i don't want that channel exactly they should say you can get 10 channels for this amount of money pick the ones you want mm -hmm. that's what they should say and I'd be satisfied with that, or even five channels. But this having to take their packages and have Heartland and, and Spotify and all this stuff that we don't, I don't listen to, I don't want. I watch Good Morning America and Today Show, and then I watch the news in the afternoon. That's it. Maybe I watch BBC on, on, on my cable. The rest of the time, it's either... Out of my library upstairs with my CDs, my DVDs, or I, I, uh, I turn on Hulu or Discovery, which is turning into a real bad one. Yep, it's, I, it's sad. I, I think that if we just let people, you know, if we offered it as an option, it doesn't have to be the way. They don't have to change everything to that. 
right away, but just offer it as an option and see how it works out for people. But the, the cable companies won't take the chance because then they have to pay the carriage fees and the networks won't get rid of those carriage fees. And it's just causing, it's holding everything back because they want you to have to have channels that you're never going to watch because then they can tell those advertisers, look how many households we're in, even though those households never tune into that channel. Exactly. Exactly. And it, it's sad. People don't realize what's happening out there with with our with our cable and, and with our, our viewing. And it, it's all what they pick for us. It's not what we pick for ourselves. And I think that's sad. I remember being free and watching TV and what I wanted to watch. If you've got dish, all you watch is people dying, people being killed, the police after them, the police catching them, either hookers are being killed or senators are being killed it's it's everything that's crime and i don't see that as being something entertainment well thank thankfully we still do have those channels you were mentioning that play some of the older shows so you know we can always kind of lose ourselves in some nostalgia which will take our minds off of things at least but like you like you said you already know how they end so there's that too i do i really do can't can't watch a whodunit if you already know whodunit exactly the butler uh but it's it's sad that kids don't have that that freedom on TV anymore. It costs money no matter where they go. That is true. Yeah. All right. Well, and thank we you. We had fun with our childhood, and I just I feel sad for kids. But that's all I had to say for this morning. All right. You have a good day. You have a good week. You as well. Take care. Bye. Right, and uh, you know, and that's what's funny is you know how many kids don't even watch TV. Because they just consume everything through streaming. My son never watched television. And he would watch things on YouTube. Eventually he started to find some things that he liked. But for the most part, he would just wasn't interested in television. He would just watch the things he wanted to watch when he wanted to watch them on YouTube. And he never was like, okay, you know, 8 o'clock, I got to watch this. He got into South Park when he was younger. And he would just stream it rather than, I'd be like, you know, it's on at 10 o'clock. We can record it and then, you know, we can watch it together. And he was like, no, I'll just, I'll catch it when it's streaming. I was like, man, I guess the, the FOMO, the fear of missing out doesn't apply anymore in television because people aren't hanging around talking about it. You get the water cooler shows that some people tune in to talk about, but then for the most part, it's... You know, it just becomes so much more niche to watch some of these things. All right, I got to take a break. We'll be back in just a few moments. And we are going to be taking a break here for the news. When we come back on the other side, we'll be turning on the light with Jack's Blaine. Jack's got some things to say about cable. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about some other things as well. And we'll take your phone calls at 508-996-0500. We will also take your app chat messages and open line voicemails via the WBSM app. Uh, do me a favor. You know what? Uh, Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.